Hi, and welcome to the Wise Healthy Bites podcast. I'm Beth. And I'm Catherine. With a combined 27 years of experience as registered dietitians, we're here to share real life nutrition tricks and lifestyle tips that we hope will inspire you to make healthful choices in the aisles of the supermarket and in life. This is episode number 14, What Dietitians Eat. And on today's episode, we'll share some of the Wise Dietitian team's top tips for making healthful food choices in honor of National Nutrition Month. Hi guys, thanks for tuning in today. It is officially a dietitian's favorite time of year. Drum roll, please. It is <laughs> National Nutrition Month. Yay! Woo! Woo-hoo! So, um, so National Nutrition Month actually started in 1973 with a presidential proclamation. So, um, the first theme was "Invest in Yourself by Nutrition," um, and really, what the goal of this campaign is is to promote the profession of registered dietitians as the experts to go to, um, as well as serve as kind of just a good time to get the, you know, nutrition messaging out there to the public and bring the importance back to good nutrition. I never realized that it dated back to 1973. That's like a history lesson for me too. Um, And so, yeah, I think it's helpful to maybe just define briefly what is a registered dietitian. Um, It's probably more than you might be thinking. So registered dietitians are the food and nutrition experts who can translate the science of nutrition into practical solutions for healthy living and help individuals make personalized, positive lifestyle changes. Um, so we actually have degrees in nutrition, dietetics, public health, or a related field from well-respected accredited, accredited universities, of course. Um, we've completed an internship and passed an exam, um, and then we also have to maintain a number of credits uh, on a regular basis just to, to remain you know, on top of what our, our field really right, is. Right, exactly. Is so when we pass the exam, that means we're a dietitian, and then... So Pennsylvania requires licensing, so we have our licenses through the Board of Nursing, and we keep up our credits and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So really, mm-hmm. a lot goes into it. So, um, and then so in addition to supermarkets, which is where Beth and I work, mm-hmm. um, dietitians work in so many different um, facilities. It's just incredible. So a lot work in hospitals. Um, you also find schools. Um, public health clinics, nursing homes, fitness centers, uh, food management, you know, colleges and universities, research, professional sports teams, um, even government and private practice. And there's probably even more that we're missing. But mm-hmm. it, that's why one thing I love about the field is there are so many different avenues you can go down and specialize in. Yeah, exactly. And it's really a growing field, too. And it's more and more individuals are turning to food as a source of, you know, disease management and control. you know, risk prevention, you know, it becomes more and more popular. And I think it's always, you know, just interesting to hear all the different areas that we work um, because it's not just telling people what to eat, which is kind of a common misconception. We are not the food police. Right. We do way more than just tell people what to eat. And obviously with that science-based background, you know, there's a lot that goes into becoming a dietitian. So we're, you know, definitely experts. Way more biochemistry than I ever wanted to learn about. you just (laughs) gave me like a chill I know, it's like a flashback. Oh my goodness. Um, and I think if you, to that point, you know, it, we really do recommend, and not just because we're registered dietitians, but that you seek out a dietitian for nutrition advice instead of others that lack that really, um, you know, solid education and background. So I think this is a great analogy. So you wouldn't take medical advice from your mechanic, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. right? Um, so why take nutrition advice from someone that's not in the field either? So really relying on those trusted experts as dietitians for any type of you know, nutrition advice versus something you might read online or see on TV if it's not coming from that credible source. I was just going to say now more than ever, like 
people have taken over online and TV mm. with, you know, nutrition advice and health advice. Um, but really the point is make sure you see who that is coming from before you're going to take that and implement something into exactly. your life. So yeah, that's a, that's, yeah, that's a really, really good comparison. So just a quick side note, Beth, what made you want to be a dietitian? Yeah. So, you know, you know, Catherine, you know, listeners don't, but so I actually enrolled as um, an elementary education major. So I studied for two years as elementary education. Two years. I didn't know that. Yep. So I put some good time in, um, you know, and it was in that second year, my sophomore year that I had a nutrition class that just kind of spurred my interest. And, you know, I also on that side had started to do more um, kind of in classroom types of experiences as an elementary education teacher. And it just didn't necessarily align with my long-term vision of a career. Um, Meaning I was like, I don't think I can work with kiddos all the time like this. (laughs) It's a lot. Props to you teachers because I know know it is not an easy job. Um, You know, it just made me kind of reevaluate and then I enrolled to become a dietitian at the Penn State University at Go Nittany Lions, um, you know, where I then finished my undergrad degree in nutrition sciences. And I will say it was a huge eye opener to transition from one kind of uh, major there to another because I hadn't had all that science and it was a big, a big undertaking to to get through it. But here I am. (laughs) I kind of have a similar story because I started out in something else. Well, I originally applied to go to college for math like I am a super nerd I love <laughs> math but now not me <laughs> now they have the new math and I'm like thank goodness I didn't go to math like do math because then I'd have to learn new math I cannot <laughs> figure it out so I did that and then I but I and then I did computer science so whatever I made it a semester in and I'm like listen I need to figure out what I want to do so I can graduate on time and I just I like I had an interest in eating healthy whatever mm-hmm. um, and so as my mom was like well why don't you do nutrition and I was like okay Okay, so there we went, and that was it. So here we are now, so... Yeah, and it's funny, and I think too. I mean, both of us have come from different backgrounds. So you, you know, worked with an internship program right, prior I, yeah. to your job with Wise, and I actually worked in like an inpatient, like a facility, a hospital facility. So let me a little bit more of a traditional dietitian job. Now we're more in like what I consider like a non-traditional right. This is very in non-traditional retail industry, yeah. but I love yeah. all that story. Okay, <laughs> so there's a little bit about us. So back to National Nutrition Month. So the theme this year, there's a different theme every year. So this year is Eat Right, Bite by Bite. Um, And we really like that theme because it just aligns really well with kind of our philosophy as a team of dietitians that just like every little bit or bite Mm -hmm. of food or nutrition kind of is a step in the right direction because really small changes add up over time. Um, And I'm going to throw it back to episode number one Mm -hmm. we did of this podcast. It was called Life is Better When You're Thriving. And that kind of explains our whole philosophy as dietitians. And you'll kind of see how it really aligns well with this kind of this theme of nutrition month yeah I agree and it's it's such a positive message and I like that it's so easily adaptable so for any different eating patterns and cultures I mean really anyone can align with like you know eating better just one bite at a time and it's a small step in the right direction um, and right, it's just wherever so you are right now exactly, exactly. Um, you know so it does align so well too with that uh, that five to thrive philosophy so what we've actually done then in our current edition of the healthy bites magazine that's March April of 2020 um, we've actually had the wise dietitian team weigh in on how they eat right bite by bite Um, because just like all of you you know we all have you know hectic schedules a lot of things going on you know so we're struggling to also eat well and and make those smart choices all the time Um, so we share some really helpful uh, tips you know for all of you um, in the magazine and we'll kind of go through some of those now. So we have eight dietitians currently so let's see a few of them are um, always carrying a nut based like snack 
Snacker Snack Bar with you. Um, another one, they have the goal to eat three different colored veggies each day, which I think is a really good one because yeah. then you know like you're eating your veggies. Um, and then this one I like is eat veggies with breakfast. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that later because like no one eats veggies with breakfast. So then they're sure that they get some vegetables in their day, like no matter where the rest of their day goes. Yeah, I think that's a really smart tip and something a little bit like, you know, uncommon. It's something different. Right. Um, so, yeah, of course, you know, many of us plan and prep lunches for the week ahead of time just so that you don't have to decide at the last minute or, or be left without something easy to eat for lunch. Um, you know, aiming to include at least two food groups when snacking. So that might be, you know, almonds and an apple or maybe yogurt and uh, a Fruit. banana. Yeah. You know, or something like that. So two food groups when snacking just to really get a balanced snack kind of in your system. Um, and then this I, I do, do, you know, regularly <laughs> packing up dinner leftovers for lunch the next day. So maybe make a double batch or more so you have those leftovers to either eat for lunch or maybe even freeze and, and use later. Yeah. Um, so planning <coughs> ahead is a right. big part of this. So my tip was that I always pack a healthy snack for me when I go to work for the day because then I just know that if I get hungry in the morning or afternoon, I know I will have a good snack with me to Yeah, I have to say, have. you always make really beautiful fruit salads. I always feel like I see you snacking yeah, or on fresh like fruit. It's the you yogurt, like it's the yogurt parfait. Parfaits, yes. And it does yep. take that planning to, to make it happen. Um, you know, and lastly would be then to add plant-based protein to everyday recipes. So we've probably talked about plant-based protein in a number of these uh, podcast episodes, but incorporating different types of plant-based protein into everyday recipes just to align more with that very healthful plant-based way of eating. Yep. And that was your tip that you added yep. into the magazine. Yes. So yes. so when we, so those are the eight tips that each of the dietitians submitted. And when we looked at those, we kind of came out with three common themes. So the most popular one was planning ahead for mm -hmm. meals and snacks, not just meals, but including the snacks. <coughs> um, the second theme was eating your veggies. And then the third was adding plant-based protein. Yes. Um, you know, so we're going to dive in a little bit deeper to each one. And that's kind of where our, our you know, fun um, title came in, you know, how to, you know, eat like maybe a wise dietitian would eat, yeah. um, just to give you some of those strategies to apply at home. So planning ahead. Um, so we really dove into this in a lot of detail in episode number two. Um, and we really wanted to frame it as a way to not think about taking time out of your day, thinking about about it as saving time kind of in the big picture so that whatever time you invest is really going to come back to you because you're saving that time in the end. Um, so having your list of meals for the week and making one trip to the store versus going to the store a few times a week, you know, and really kind of planning ahead what your meals will be so that you can react if your schedule changes and you kind of need to realign your meal plan, but you have that plan in place, um, you know, for the week. Um, and not overlooking semi-homemade shortcuts. This is something I really like to incorporate into my meal plan. Just again, if, if a hectic schedule kind of takes over and the day doesn't go as planned, you know, keeping things like rotisserie chicken, pre-cut veggies, heat and heat, heat and eat, heat and heat, <laughs> <laughs> heat and eat grains, you know, on the ready just to be able to give yourself a break during the busy week. So don't think you have to prepare a meal that takes 90 minutes. Keep it simple and, you know, incorporate some of those meals and ingredients you don't even have to cook that you're just ready to kind of enjoy um, immediately. Yeah. And I am the first one to admit, like, I am not a super great meal planner. So I'm just not. I'm working <laughs> on it. Okay. So you kind of have to approach meal planning as a new skill. Like, just like you would have to practice anything else new in your life, like, practice meal planning. So and some people, you know, are afraid that it might be boring. And yes, it might be boring. <laughs> but the payoff worth is it. worth it mm -hmm. when you have your meals for the whole week. 
And just like Beth said, like you have, a, it's going to save time during the busy week. Mm-hmm. So work on it, you know, on the weekends, maybe on a Sunday afternoon when you're not super busy, get your plan, go to the grocery store. And then before you know it, like if you do that for a couple weeks, it's just going to become Sunday afternoon. You're like, okay, I'm going to plan my mm-hmm. meals out and go shopping. So, um, you know, pick the day that's going to work good for you to plan and get your grocery shopping done. You know, and one thing I used to do, so I would make the meal plan, we'd go through the week and then I would recycle the sheet that you know, the meal plan was written on. And then I had this aha moment. Why am I getting rid of this? I should keep it. it. So then I had that. So I would have like maybe five weeks, you know, just for example, worth of different ideas. So I could remember, oh, I really like that recipe. We could like cycle it back in. So it doesn't even have to be that you create a different meal plan every single week. Maybe go back to those fallback recipes that your family really enjoys or that are really easy to throw together. Um, Bring them back every week or every other week or whatever. Um, So just try to, again, keep it simple on yourself. Yeah. Um, Okay, wait, I'm going to throw up a little offer to Mm -hmm. our listeners. So anytime you're listening to this, we always have in hand these Healthy Bites shopping pad grocery lists. Which I think so we both use I know. So on one side, it lists out the weekend and days, you know, Sunday through Saturday. And then on the other side, it's just lines so you can make your grocery list. If you want one of those, just email us, give me your mailing address, and I'm going to send it right out to you. So mm-hmm. it's just wisedietitians at wisemarkets.com um, is the email address. Or if you just go to wisemarkets.com mm-hmm. and get go to the Meet, Our Dietit- Meet Your Dietitians page, Yep. The email address is on there. We will be happy to mail that out to you. And so you have that to help plan your meals. And really just to give those a plug. I mean, people really go crazy over those. I know. So we like share them with, you know, the community folks or in stores or oh, events. Oh, and the best part is they have magnets on the back. Yes. So you stick them on your fridge. Yeah, they really are phenomenal. Done. And it is really what I use at home. Um, you know, so as you're meal planning, and if you do, you know, take us up on this offer to get a, a meal planning pad for your home use. Um, making sure you eat your veggies is a very important part of, again, living well and feeling your best. So the Produce for Better Health Foundation, it's really, gosh, I mean, a treasure trove of information when it comes to fruits and vegetables and really a resource that we use regularly. We do. Um, you know, so they say that 82% of vegetables that we eat, we get from our homes versus dining out or grabbing convenience foods. And on the flip side, then 90% of the fruit we eat, we also then get from our homes, meaning that, again, you have to plan ahead to make this happen, which actually, when you think about that stat, and I think of just quickly my own like lifestyle, that's totally the truth. Oh, yeah. You know, I, where else would I be getting the fruits and vegetables it's really not dining out it's not really you know when I'm kind of running through right. a quick stop exactly. uh, you know when I'm traveling it is really that it's been available to go um, you know so I think it really emphasizes too and Produce for Better Health does a great job at this um, the importance of eating and keeping fruits of all veggies and uh fruits and veggies of all forms kind of at the ready. So it's fresh, frozen, canned, dried, and 100% juice, um, just so you always have that option to to fall back on when you need exactly. to produce in your diet. So we obviously know now that we eat most of our fruits and veggies at home. So when we're at home, dinner, this is probably comes to no surprise, we eat most of our vegetables at dinner. So yep. like almost, almost 70% of the veggies we eat are at dinner. Then almost 30% we eat at lunch. So there's like almost zero percent that we eat at breakfast so that's why i think that kim was the one who commented about always putting veggies in her breakfast why i thought that was such a great tip Mm -hmm. because so few of us eat veggies with our breakfast Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's something. Well, I guess if you think about like, well, how would I incorporate those into breakfast? So thinking about what you're typically eating, you know, if you're doing, you know, eggs, for example, something like spinach or tomatoes are really easy to yeah, add into an in omelet. Or, you know, maybe, you know, people do like breakfast salads these days. And maybe you make a, a salad if you like a savory breakfast and again, right. put an egg on top. Um, so those could be a couple of different ways yeah. to get veggies in a breakfast. Um, you know, so it starts really with planning ahead, as we're saying, and keeping them on hand. And again, I know for a fact, if I have vegetables chopped, ready to go in the refrigerator, I'm going to eat them, you know, and the rest of the family will as well because you don't have to deal with the cleaning, the cutting, the washing. Everything's ready to go. Um, Serving vegetables with a dip. And, um, you know, this is a great tip, not for just kiddos. Yeah, I totally eat more veggies if I have like hummus or something like that. Exactly. So it's good for adults too. So pairing the vegetables with a dip, that'll help to increase your intake. And, you know, something like hummus or guacamole or fresh salsa. I mean, there's a lot of nutrients that go along with those dips as well. Um, You know, so enjoy it. Even for kids, you know, something like a ranch dip is a really good way to get them to eat more and just try new things and always try to include a fruit for a snack so whether you're, you're like Catherine and maybe you prepare and cut up some fresh fruit or you're like me and you're like an apple will cut it or a banana something that's mm-hmm. ready to go getting fruit for a snack is a good way to get a little bit more as well. well and I've even been like not cheating but like lately I've been doing the frozen fruit because it's yes that's one million great... times easier it's like washed cut ready to go yeah agreed. So, yeah and it's really kind of good it's nice and refreshing yeah. you know um, if so you're good. eating it like almost straight out of the freezer if you leave it leave it warm up a little bit so that's a great tip so strategy number three was to add plant-based protein and we know that eating a more plant-based diet is associated with a variety of health benefits so we are talking about lowering your risk for heart disease high cholesterol high blood pressure obesity type 2 diabetes and certain cancers that is incredible Mm -hmm. and you can also see improved digestive health and energy levels and plant-based protein is really where it's at nowadays it totally is and there's a lot of ways you can incorporate it again into what you're already eating and this is something I do at home on you know on the regular so you know for example um, take beans or lentils maybe swap out some of the meat in a recipe and replace them with some of the beans or lentils or maybe just swap the meat all together and replace it with beans just as you know one tip Um, but what I like to do is if I'm making something like uh, tacos or you know something that includes like ground meat for example using um a can of black beans, maybe right into that taco mix, um, yep. you know, and there you have it. You have a good balance. You stretch the portions. You make more leftovers, which I love. Um, right. It's you like know, you're getting budget a friendly nutrition. too. Oh, totally. Way more budget friendly. I think people refer to these as like meal extenders these Oh, that's days. a great thing. Um, you know, so it's a good way to add a little bit more. But beans, I mean, goodness, you can add them into a lot of different <laughs> things. And that's just like one one starting point for sure. Um, you know, and building your meal, building your meal routine to include a couple of meatless meals oh, yeah. throughout the week. You so again, if you're that person that eats meat always at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, maybe start replacing um, the meat or just eliminating it from one of those meals and trying to incorporate, you know, a plant-based protein or more vegetables or something like that, just to kind of get more on that plant-based eating trend. Um, You know, and one of my favorites is really to snack on nuts and seeds or even adding them into meals. That's very satisfying and it's Mm -hmm. a good way to to boost up that plant-based protein that's so satisfying and and filling. Plus like all the heart-healthy fats that are in there as well. So very, a lot of benefits to those plant-based so those were our three tips was to plan ahead, eat your veggies, and add some plant-based protein. You'll be eating like a dietitian in no time. <laughs> and feeling awesome. And feeling <laughs> awesome. So we just wanted to wrap up today's episode with a little bit more about what the wise dietitians can do for you. So what are all of our other services that we have to offer? Well, you're obviously listening to the podcast. Yay, so that thank is you. one good way to get some really helpful um, nutrition advice. Um, the other one, which we also 
also mention all the time in our podcasts is to join our Wise Healthy Bites Facebook group um, that is totally moderated by us, the Wise Dietitians, and it's a really good way to um, contact us. You can message us on there or, you know, talk to other people in the group. Um, you can also email us, like I said, if you have a question for a dietitian, email us at wisedietitians at wisemarkets.com. And if you haven't checked out our Healthy Bites magazine, which we also refer to a lot, mm-hmm. definitely pick one up. There are just, it's I've it's helped me try so many new foods and mm-hmm. recipes, and they're all very approachable. If I can make them, anybody can make them, I promise. <laughs> um, and so you can pick those up in stores or find them online at healthybites.wisemarkets.com. Yeah, I think to your point there, it can inspire you to include a new meal into your overall meal plan. So if you're struggling, I mean, that's a great tool to give you some new ideas for sure. Um, you know, further, you can check out the list of Wise Dietitian events right on our uh, Wise Markets um, website. So that's wisemarkets.com forward slash healthy living. And you can find all the events like right in that location. Um, we also have the opportunity to meet with a dietitian one-on-one. So depending on what area you are, you can find that information online. And we are launching really soon some new technology that will allow you to actually connect with dietitians virtually. What? So Oh, yes, we are getting into the, the, the current century of um, you know, technology, so that will be coming soon. Um, and of course, watch for Wise Dietitians on Facebook Live each month. We do seasonal giveaways, recipe ideas, mm-hmm. all kinds of fun um, that we have once a month on Facebook Live. So just check the Wise uh, Facebook page to get the, the dates and times of those upcoming yep. videos. All mm-hmm. right, Beth, well, what is our takeaway tip for the week? You know, so really the takeaway tip would be, t- again, to, to seek out a registered dietitian in whatever your area is, um, you know, for that trusted, credible advice. If you have nutrition questions or needs, you know, definitely need to connect with someone in your area. And again, remember that the Wise Dietitians are also here for that service. We just went through all of our list of offerings, all the different ways to connect with us. Um, you know, so we're here for you. We want you to live well and thrive, um, you know, as listeners of our podcast. So to, to get connected with us and all the different ways we mentioned. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. You can get in touch with us by joining the Wise Dietitians Facebook group. Simply search for Wise Healthy Bites on Facebook, or you can email us at wisedietitians at wisemarkets.com. The information shared in this podcast is intended for education only and is not intended to be a substitute for a medical diagnosis or treatment. The Wise Markets Healthy Bites podcast is owned and distributed by Wise Markets and Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. Any rebroadcast or other use of this podcast without the express written consent of Wise Markets and Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation is strictly prohibited. Please click subscribe so you won't miss a single episode.